Welcome back to Growth Minded Conversations, a weekly podcast where we discuss growing lives, businesses, wealth, and mindset. This week is the conclusion of our interview with Michelle Thompson, Team Thompson, cyberbacker, Louisiana, Mississippi, and the owner of multiple rental properties, as well as an additional company. Let's hear where Christina and Michelle left off. Somewhere along the way, you meet Chris, um, your husband now. Yes. Um, what happened? So my oldest was a going into, no, he was already a senior in high school. I was starting to feel like I was at a point to where I was healthy enough to have a relationship with somebody. So I did like every crazy person. I joined match.com <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't want to meet somebody in a bar. That wasn't my scene at the time. I was not very, I mean, I was sociable, but I wasn't, I don't know. I'm outgoing now. I feel, I feel like meeting Chris has brought a lot of that side out of me. So, but I met Chris on match.com and um, we talked for a little bit and we decided to go on a date and that first date was horrible. <laughs> he would tell the same story. I love it. It was awful. Yet somehow here we are so many years later. Yeah. Now and you know, I was dating to meet somebody that I wanted to spend my life with at that point because it had been 10 years or more. I'm not gonna say time or dates, but right. it had been time. <laughs> it had been more and than a minute. <laughs> I wanted to finally, you know, find my best friend, my person, right? Yeah. And he was just coming out of a relationship and he's like, no, that's not what I want. I wanna just date and he was where I was a while ago. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I'm like, well, that's not where I want to be. So bye. <laughs> and we didn't talk for a couple of weeks after that. And then one night I was sitting on the couch and I'm like, are you sure that you don't possibly maybe at some point want to remarry or get serious again? And he's like, okay. And we've been together ever since. We got My married. What if girl over here? Yeah. What ifs? What yeah. if somewhere in the future at some point in time you might possibly consider it? What if? And, uh, <laughs> we got married like three months later. Oh my goodness. Um you move in with him. What so, what happened? So we, he was, he was renting a house in Plant City, which is about a 30 minute drive um, from where I lived. And we had a house that, you know, I owned, so it was kind of a no brainer, but we also knew that it was a very small house. It was a three bedroom, two bath. 1200 for you and three boys, not good for you, Chris. And six boys. Six boys. Because he came with three of his own. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So that, you know, that's a lot more people living in a 1,200 square foot house, which we managed for about two months. And then we realized this is not going to work. 
So we ended up finding a place and we rented my house out. So I learned a little bit at that point about renting and how much money you can bring in and all of those fun things because Chris was programming at the time. He wasn't in real estate. Um, So So if I just heard you correctly, you went from single wide trailer, single (laughs) mom, shift manager at Blockbuster, doesn't even know how to pay a bill or balance a paycheck or a, a checkbook. Right. To um, putting yourself through medical, through school. Right. Starting a career. Mm-hmm. Buying a house on your own. Mm-hmm. To buying a second house, keeping the first house, and becoming a landlord. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> That's like, a whole lot of information and like like education and all the things right just on that level Mm -hmm. right and um i just want to carry out the real estate piece of it um what other real estate do you guys own now so we own the house that we're living in and we also own two rental properties in the same area that we live in and then we also um, purchased an Airbnb in New Orleans. All from the single wide rental. Yes. With the neighbors that like red bandanas. With red band ba- bandanas and knew that I was in medical school. So they would all be knocking on my door. What is this? What do I need to put on this store? And I'm like, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Go right? see a doctor. <laughs> I'm like, this is not a free clinic at the trailer. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, no. So (laughs) let's just take the real estate piece of it and, and what you had to, or what you took on, um, that growth path to go from single mom, single wife, all the things to now being not just a homeowner, but you now own multiple properties. Plus you have your Airbnb. Yes and two other businesses. We're gonna get there in just a minute. (laughs) Tell me about the real estate specifically. So COVID hit, let's back up a couple of years. COVID hit, I was in the trenches with the rest of the medical field, figuring it out, scared to death, didn't know what was happening Um, in these, space suits in Tampa, Florida in the middle of summer, swabbing people for COVID, going into positive COVID rooms, coming home and just having to take everything off basically at the door because you didn't want to get anybody else sick. I couldn't even kiss my husband as soon as I walked through the door. It was a very hard time. I remember one time he hugged me and I realized in that moment that I felt like I hadn't breathed in months because I was just no feeling, just this bottle of stress because it was sad at the same time as, you know, everything else that was wrapped around COVID. And he's like, you have got to do something different. 
I don't care if you're a door greeter at Walmart, you have to do something different because you cannot live like this. And then he said, or you can join me in real estate and get your license. <laughs> yes. So I chewed on it for a little bit, you know, and we looked at the numbers and we're like, we can do it. We've been through harder times ourselves. We can figure it out. So I quit my job. I put my notice in and that was scary because that was my nine to five. I know I'm getting paid weekends off, holidays off. It was my security going to a job that I actually have to do something completely different that I never knew that I could do. (laughs) Um, I'm scared just thinking about it because it was so (laughs) crazy. But my husband had enough, you know, belief in me that he thought that I could do it. So, I mean, I'm like, I know I can talk to patients. I know I can get their problems and issues out of them. So maybe I can sell a house. <laughs> so I I studied, I cried, I argued with my husband, I got frustrated and I passed my exam. On your first try, I think, if I remember correctly, because I remember the yes. text message. That's the only reason why. <laughs> yes. Um, what were your highs? Through quitting my job. That was license, learning real estate. I think the, so the biggest high was obviously passing the exam because that exam and math, Christina, you know how I feel about math. It's your best friend. No. Nobody ever. I Uh, made it my best friend for all of an hour and a half while I took that exam. (laughs) (laughs) That was my best friend for that that time period. But um, so, yeah, passing that exam and realizing again that I can be whatever I want to be. I can do what I want to do. It's just a matter of deciding what I wanted to do and doing it. Um, what did you learn? I learned that That's a hard question. (laughs) I learned that through raising my kids, buying a house, quitting my nine to five job and getting my real estate license, that I can, I can do this. Um, I can, you know, have people look up to me. And, you know, I have 
little step boys now that are looking up to me, you know, and seeing things that I'm doing and tests that I'm taking. And I can change my career at my beautiful age and, and still, and still do things. Awesome. So you get your license, you quit your job. <laughs> I'll shortcut it for everybody else. You've been amazing. You're a rock star at that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> that leads into your real estate investing, which is awesome, or expands that, right? Yes. And then now these other business opportunities come up. Mm-hmm. Talk about, and, and I just, I, it's important to me that people hear this journey, right? It doesn't matter if it took five years, 10 years, 50 years, trust me, it didn't take her 50, I promise for our no. audience. Uh, it doesn't matter how long it took, right? Because what I'm hearing from you is going from um, stepping out of an unhealthy relationship. Yes. For the sake of you and your kids, doing what it took, that single mom trail, all of that. And you fast forward to now. Mm-hmm. And you didn't just build a career in medical, you built it and then you left it. Yeah. To join forces with your husband to build not just one business and not just one piece of real estate either for you guys, but to expand beyond that. Yeah. So talk about these other business opportunities um, that you guys have stepped into with Cyberbacker and with the transaction coordination company. So I quickly realized, let me just back up a few steps that I I wanted at first just to be a showing agent, right? I didn't want to do anything else when it came to real estate because that's all I wanted to do was just go open doors and be the whole fun. I didn't want to do the negotiations. I didn't want to do the contracts. I didn't want to do any of the hard stuff. I just wanted to go show houses, you know, and then I'm sitting there listening to my husband and watching him write the contracts and write, watching him do things. And I'm like, realizing that, you know, there's other ways that we can do things within the business to make more money too. So, you know, I realized that, you know, I can change this business and make it better. And then going to now fast forwarding, meeting you guys in family reunion, last year and being around amazing you know people that you know have their own businesses and are doing things I'm learning from you guys and I find out about backers and franchises and I'm like well babe why don't why aren't we doing that that sounds like an amazing thing we should definitely look into it and while we're sitting there at the table you you know make a couple of calls and we realized that you know louisiana and mississippi are still available well really we just wanted louisiana at the time we didn't know we wanted mississippi but they were both available for people on that because Uh, the airbnb right yes where's your airbnb our airbnb is in louisiana new orleans um so we knew we wanted to spend more time in our favorite place um So it was almost like a no brainer to acquire Louisiana because Florida was taken already. Chris passed that one up, (laughs) (laughs) but that's okay because it wasn't meant to be. Louisiana was meant to be. 
So now we're flying to Louisiana at least once a month and we're talking, I'm doing panels and teaching people on leverage and how to, you know, concentrate on the things that they're supposed to be doing and hiring a virtual assistant for the other stuff as well as our transaction coordination company because um, within real estate you shouldn't be wasting all of your time negotiating well negotiating the contracts is part of your job but writing the contracts and getting all the um, stuff scheduled for inspections and you know escrow deposits you know that's what our virtual assistant does for us and we can do that for our transaction company too if you're not ready to go full time with a virtual assistant yeah so tell me about the where did the idea for the transaction management and for our listeners who aren't familiar that's basically um hiring virtual assistants hiring your guys's company Mm -hmm. um on the real estate side for the virtual assistants to do once a real estate deal goes under contract or even a listing goes live on the the MLS, right? To take that all the way through to do all the things to take care of those files. Just for our listeners who aren't familiar with this, okay? Mm -hmm. So what sparked the idea and then what caused you guys to take action? Well, there's agents in different areas and different sizes of their their business, right? Some only sell two or three transactions or houses a month. Some sell 50, you know, or, you know, 25 a month. So it just depends on where you want to be in your business. So we offer a full-time virtual assistant that can handle full-time work, or we can do transaction by transaction by transaction if you don't want to go the route of a full-time person. Love that. So as somebody that can't or quite ready for a full-time person, we fill in that need until they get to that point to where they are able to hire their own for full-time virtual cyber backer. <laughs> I love that. So all right, I'll do my first questions first and then I'll connect some dots or ask you to connect some dots. Okay. Um, highs. So highs around many. being an entrepreneur. It's so fun. I love doing my job. I'm not coming home crying and sad every day. Um, it's a different thing every single day. You know, you talk to so many people every day, whether it be in real estate, whether it be for the cyber backer company or virtual assistant company or, you know, our transaction company. We're talking to people all over. I'm talking to people all over the United States and in the Philippines. You know, and they listen to me and they respect me as a business owner. And that to me is just so fulfilling. What makes it fulfilling? Because I'm still helping people. I just found a different way to do it without hurting myself in the long run. (laughs) Awesome. 
Disappointments. I don't really have any disappointments. Um, there's things that I miss from being in the medical field, but no disappointments. Okay, awesome. What have you learned? <laughs> now that, I, I mean, truly, I want you to, and this is just as much for you as it is for me, okay? Uh -huh. To go from where we started this interview, okay? What your life looked like then. And then you just pause for a moment and go, hold on, wait. My kids have all graduated from high school. They are self-sufficient. They are. I know that they're a little too far away for you right now. I get that. And they're self-sufficient. You did that, right? Yeah. Um, you've broken multiple patterns from, from your parents for that next generation. You're happily married. You and Chris are, you know, wrapping up, raising his three kids who aren't out of school yet. No. You have multiple real estate holdings and investments. You have your real estate business. Plus you have your virtual assistant business with Cyberbacker. Plus now we have a transaction management company. I don't know about you, that certainly hits my level and definition of success. I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> what have you learned on that little journey right there? I have learned to not be afraid because even if you're afraid, you can still work through it and get through it. And even if you fail, at something you just know not to do it that way you just work it another way and figure it out until until you make it what you want it to be and that's what i want it to be right where i'm at right now that's awesome so one of my favorite questions for this um because I don't know about you, but these aren't the conversations I have every single day with people going, oh, well, where did my journey start on my professional journey? And then where am I now? And how did I get here and connecting all the dots? I don't do that every day. Um, for myself, I get to do it with you guys. Um, <laughs> but kind of reflecting back on, on this journey that you and I have just covered um, yeah. on this interview, if you were going to put a title on this piece of your autobiography from that single wide that the that moment when you woke up right you're in tears from that until where you are today what would you name the title or, or name the chapter it's so funny that you say that because the one thing that pops into my head i don't know if you've ever heard of this song but it's so true it's by Katy Perry and it's called Roar. And it is, you know, me at this point. I am making myself known. People in other states know who Michelle Thompson is and Team Thompson and Cyberbacker and Optimal Real Estate Transactions. And we're here. I've made what I needed to do. So Roar. <laughs> 
David. I would have expected that from you. I kind of like that one. <laughs> um, did you feel like that was possible back when the journey started? No. So no. if you came up with a song that represented that day before you made the decision, that day when you woke up and you were crying and that, right? And you're considering picking up the phone and calling up the now X and going, you know what? Big mistake. I'm coming back home. I'll let you play the song game. Gosh, that's a harder one because I don't want to go back there, but I don't. Raindrops keep falling on my head. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. From raindrops to roaring. Yes. Um, and here's, <laughs> here's, here's the thing, Michelle. Um, one, I wanted to do this interview with you because I love, I love the story. I love the journey. Um, and, and I, for me, it's very inspiring. Okay. That's, that's my, my, you, you already know that, you know yeah. how much I absolutely adore you. Um, and the other piece of this is, I truly believe that when we use, when we share our story, when we share that journey from raindrops to roaring, right? Um, that there are other people on the planet who can identify with pieces of our journey or they're in a place that we used to be in. So I don't want you to go back to that space and yet, if somebody were listening to our podcast today and they're in that same situation or a similar situation as you were then, what advice would you have for them that you wish somebody would have come along and given to you? Don't stop. Don't give up. Just keep going forward. Don't stop. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other and just keep going. Raindrops to roaring, one step at a time. One step at a time, just keep going. Got it. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for your time today, for sharing your heart, um, I know that, you know, on the front end of this, before we hit record, I said, you know, if the emotions come up, let them be there. Um, and I know, uh, our audience and, and our listeners are absolutely going to know the heart of the woman that I get the pleasure of being in business with, right. Um, that your kids know as the mom who taught them probably how to pay a bill probably had a balanced paycheck, how to be self-sufficient, how to be resilient. And I know Chris's kids get that gift every day as well. And so do your clients. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Christina. You're welcome.
And this concludes the 2022 season for Growth-Minded Conversations, a weekly podcast where we've been discussing growing lives, businesses, wealth, and mindset. Thank you so much for joining us and be sure to check back in in January of 2023 as we continue to the conversation and expand on our lives, businesses, wealth, mindset, and leadership. Look forward to seeing you in the new year and have a great holiday season. Let's make it happen. Visit our website, growthmindedtalent.com and schedule a call with us today. We look forward to hearing from you soon.